previously on the mortal path. I hold up my hands that are empty because my daggers are in my pockets and go, who's armed? I hold up my sword. But I will point out that, that at any time, any of us could have just run away, right? It's a fight to the death. To join the Queen's Guard, you have to pass around in the blood sands, and I passed mine, barely. Well, I look up to see who's stroking my hair. You see a figure that, again, is very familiar and very comforting, but as you try and focus on the face, it's almost ever-changing. You all see for a second this, like, of magma, this sudden, like, glow of red firelight. And there is this half second where Natalia looks like she is wreathed in flame. And you see this, like, shadow, almost of, like, a red horse, almost, like, alongside her. And then it fades. troll it's been maybe 15 or so minutes since most of the fighting has died down you get the feeling that the rebellion has won there seem to be uh rebellion peoples like gathering up some of the guards that had fled and are still kind of in the area there seems to be a lot less murdering killing now and it's it's sort of getting under control nat is in the midst of it doing something but you've headed towards the the stinking troll are you taking civilians with you or are you just heading there yeah okay i mean <laughs> i uh, with my glorious massive strength modifier i don't think i'm helping many people are you guiding people there though yeah okay. absolutely okay yeah so the stinking troll is is filling up with people who are kind of hiding a bit from what's happening. Most of the houses in Tembron, most of the buildings are made of stone and bits of kind of like metallic, uh, like metal, basically. I have already said this. Uh, so there's not like... Nothing's... Not, the town's not on fire. No. Does it look like people are looting? No, it looks like parts of the town are on fire. There are still like wood bits in Cloudfield Square and there are still people like rushing to try and put out those fires. But it doesn't look like all of Tenbrun is going to burn but those who are able and willing have like gone back out to try and help what they can and to try and you know uh take people to where the hospitals Aww. are there seems to be general still panic and unsurety but there are quite a lot of people in the stinking troll am i able to get access to the uh under tavern yes there seems to be a much there seems to be a big lack of security right now i will do that sneak my way down and see if there's anyone I recognize like Falira, for example Shira. Roll me a stealth check If you're trying to sneak down, roll me yeah, a stealth I check Yeah, I don't want people to recognize me as one of the aliens, do I? That is 21 21, okay. You sneak down very quietly, you find the secret entrance and you get in. There are a fair amount of people in there. Most of them seem to be injured, uh, rebellion like higher ups type thing Felira is there she has like a big like gash down her front and she's got like you know that thing where like you have like your shirt half off and like someone's like putting like a bandage type thing on Oof. it so like somebody is is like patching her up but she's clearly like 
lost quite a lot of blood and she's, you know... She's not in a good way. Not the best way. I will slide my way over there and say, Falera? So nice to see you. Is it? Is it? Is it? Oh, thank God. Well, nice to see you alive. I've got something that might help with that, actually. And I mm, take out my healing potion. Okay. And I'm going to give it to Falera. What is this? It, it'll help. It'll... It's... It's... Medicine. Morphine. No, no, what? Morphine? No. Um, I mean, apparently it tastes like whatever you like. That's a well-known (laughs) painkiller. I think she's expecting it to be stronger than willow bark and paracetamol. So, you know. Okay, yeah, no, just drink it. It'll be fine. Okay, she will take it kind of suspiciously and uncork it and she'll smell it. What did it last? What was it last? Because it looks like what it was last until it's used again. I usually give it to Taro, but I think the last person who drank it was Nat. I think it was strawberry milkshake. It was. Oh yeah, it was a protein shake. It wasn't blood, but we made that joke. No, Nerium was the one who drinks blood. Nerium drinks blood, yeah, yeah. So Falira like sniffs it and then she like slowly drinks it and she goes, was it just coffee? And then we'll like hand you back over the the vial. But as she says that, you can see that like that wound is is closing up in a a magical way. She kind of goes, Oh, very useful indeed. Some good coffee. An excellent roast. Very limited <laughs> supply, um, unfortunately. So don't let on that I've got it, yeah? I, I won't. Um, God, I love Falera. I, I'm sure you've got lots of other things that you need to do right now. But I am... Um, I don't suppose anybody knows what's going on here at the moment. I actually have a, a question, if I may, very quickly. Yeah, go ahead. What the fuck? Because... <laughs> ah... Uh, hard same frankly yeah what the fuck that none of that was supposed to happen i don't even know that i fully understand what did happen um i do know that i am hoping to lay low and stick around with you guys for a bit if that's all right because i feel like i might need a bit of time to work out what the best thing to do next is and i'm not sure that my Travelling companions, much as I love them, are necessarily going to be the right people to help me make that decision. Travelling companions? I had heard that one of the aliens... Pardon me. I had heard that one of your friends had been killed by the Queen. Well, that has been said, hasn't it? But at this point, (laughs) who knows? Do you... do you know? Are you just not telling me or is... are you actually also unsure as to what has happened here? I genuinely, I'm not sure as to what happened. There was there was a lot of confusion as to who was who. Um, I don't know if the person that I arrived here with even exists at the moment. I, it's genuinely, it's the kind of head fuck that I can't easily explain. What did you do to, to the Queen? How did you... Me? Well, you and Natalia, how did you turn her? Well, the thing is, oh, we didn't turn her. Well, the reason why I wanted to talk to you is we went to the Firemouth. Yes, I have heard that. Yeah, um... Saw the procession. Weird place, don't recommend it. Two out of ten on TripAdvisor. Yeah, yeah, not, li- <laughs> not leaving a glowing review on that one. Um, we do use Yelp here quite religiously. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, there's, been, there's been a fair bit of yelping, yep. Yep. Ah! Um, you said before about the dreams... And about the Nightmare Lake. Yes. I don't feel like I got any answers from the Firemouth. 
And I do feel like a lot of stuff is going on. I mean, quite apart from you know, riots and, you know, the downfall of Tembra and 30 seconds after we arrived. <laughs> um, but I'm wondering if I could take you up on that trip to the lake sooner rather than later, because maybe that will give me some clues. You want to go to the Nightmare Lake right now. <laughs> I mean, how's your shoulder? <laughs> Better, I suppose. No time like the present. She kind of gives you this long look and then she kind of like grins and there's this like little kind of like please little like purr noise from her throat and she like pushes herself to stand up. You can see like she's been healed but she's still like, you know, it's it's going to be a slow walk. It's not, she's not at her like, you know, absolute full health. But she kind of nods her head and pulls her like shirt back over the big gash, which is mostly closed up. And she kind of like pulls a cloak over herself and she goes, it's probably best to get out the city for a little while. Who knows how long this moment of peace is going to last. And Eusebius is still somewhere in the city as far as I know. As far as we know. Yes. Listen, we don't have to go right this second. If you need a little bit of time to rest up, I um, you could just, you could point me at a dark cor- corner, and if you've got a candle, like, there's something else I could be doing. Very strange <laughs> and intriguing. <laughs> but however you wish to deal with the aftermath of this fight is for you. And she will oh kind of God. like reach over and like take a uh, candle from like a little bit on the bar where you can light them on the sconces on the wall, and she'll like slowly hand it over, and she'll be like. There's a bathroom over there. That's great. I know this sounds really... Do you know what? It's no weirder than anything else has happened today, is it? I'm not judging you. You are literally from another planet. See you... I am. ...in some time. I've never felt it so much. Um, <laughs> thank you. I'll get back to you. How long... If I give you sort of an hour to rest up... However long it will take you to do what you, you need to do. You take a know. short rest. Right. Roll some hit dice. I'll go and do what I'm doing. Don't return the candle. And she sits back down at her table. <laughs> she doesn't know what you're about to go and do. Oh my <laughs> whatever, you it is, whatever it is, she doesn't want that candle you back. Okay. You've taken us to a pl- to a place it didn't need to go to. <laughs> it really didn't, but hey. Um, if you want to do someone else while um, I'm waiting up. I'm sorry, I've just remembered something, Eubes. Yes. We haven't slept since the fire mouth, so I could not have given um, Valera that potion. Because I'd already given it to Nat. Oops. Oh, well. Oh, well, actual play. I had a spare good berry and that was my last Excellent. one. Excellent. Cool. Okay. Uh, Nat. Hello. Okay. So you have descended from your glorious ascension. So Cloudfield Square is not super on fire, but it is a bit. The podium that um, Eusebius was speaking on is engulfed in flame it's a little bit of an inferno right now and some of the nearby kind of buildings and shop fronts that have wood on them have caught a light so there is like quite a lot of smoke and like sparks like rising into the sky you can hear people still around you kind of like yelling and shouting there's definitely um some people who have found loved ones who have not survived and it's you know you're in the middle of what has been a war zone and it's obvious that that is the case what are you doing that's a very good question, Evie. I'm very glad you asked me. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, I'm kind of watching. And I'm watching um, as these rebels sort of put themselves back together and, and uh, care for the wounded. Okay. And waiting to see who steps forward uh, into a leadership role. So as you're kind of standing there and watching, you f- hear somebody approaching you. 
and as you kind of glance behind you, it is that same tiefling that stood up on the bit of the old wall and cast that first fireball. And he's looking kind of shaken and a little bit like wide eyed and he's still kind of like got one hand like against his head and you can see like a little bit of blood like on the side of his head where like his his ear hole. Do do lizards have ear holes? They must do. That's how they hear other lizards. They hear other lizards. Yeah, they must have ear holes. Yeah. So like (laughs) there's a little bit of blood from there. Yeah. Okay. There's he's obviously taken some sort of damage and he kind of like is running up towards you uh with this kind of like grin on his face i'll do that soldier's handshake you know where they clasp at the elbow okay yeah okay sure (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah he will is this This is like the equivalent of giving someone dap like i see you too are a mason (laughs) yeah okay um so you do that and as you as you kind of like grasp like his elbow he's quite like um wiry and like quite skinny he doesn't have like a lot of like muscle mass to him you are definitely buffer than he is um although he's got maybe like a couple of inches on you he's like five foot eight or something like that um he also when you touch him you can feel just this residual kind of like threading of magic and it's the same kind of feeling Ooh. that you actually get from Nerium. so it's different from tower and it's different from yourself but it's that same kind okay. of feeling that you get from from Nerium, something that's kind of deeply interwoven and he grins and then he like pulls his hand back to like actually like shake your hand and he goes what a pleasure i have been waiting so long to meet you natalia nightlark right that is correct greetings friend you that was amazing the uh the, the fireball i have been waiting for so long to set that off and they kept saying not time not the time and then it was the perfect time it was wonderful how did you learn to do that you know good question it all just kind of came to me one day and so i just you know was practicing little things my uh well my cousins was actually a magic user and and he was killed in the um in the blood sands and so i decided oh, to not I'm sorry tell to hear that oh i mean he put up a good fight a very good fight uh but not a good enough fight so i decided to hide out and not tell anyone until i knew that i could really fuck them up if it came to it so well my friend uh what is your name volton volton blaze volton blaze that's a very good name volton blaze it's a very good thanks name. i do like it a lot it's a good name his address is 420 <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, Bolton Blazer. Yeah, Bolton Blazer. I'm glad you you survived and you're here with us now. And the time for hiding is over. Now is the time to seize the city back for yourself and for the Tembran Massive. Ah, <laughs> 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 yeah. It sure is. He like he like shakes your hand and he goes, "You are so." fucking right i am sick of living in tunnels they fucking suck okay so have you done this sort of stuff before because i'm gonna be really honest i'm really good at setting off fireballs and that's yeah so i would love to you're gonna stay and help us out right now aren't you because when you say this sort of stuff like you know massacre from the skies and burning cities that need you know a little bit of an upheaval you kind of strike me as someone who's overthrown deities queens in the past i mean you could fly i would love to learn how to fly maybe i can fly i haven't tried it yet i'm gonna try that oh, later be careful be very careful with that i mean how do you think i learned how to do fireballs well now technically i have helped kill a queen and 
destroyed something which some might call a god, but no, I've never overthrown a city before. I, I come from a city which is racked in turmoil, and I want to make sure yours doesn't end up like that. But no, I've got no experience. <laughs> okay, well, here's the deal. Why don't we just both pretend that we know what we're doing? Because I get the feeling that if we say to other people that we've not got a fucking clue, there's gonna be a panic. So we will just tell everyone that we know what we're doing and we'll work together on this. And you're not gonna set, well, you're, I mean, you can do that really cool blasting things from your hands, but I can also shoot fireballs. So let's just have a little bit of an understanding here that if shit goes down between us, I will do my best to fuck you up. Oh no, I, I have no intention of harming you at all. Um, I, I just want to make sure this, this city transitions into a, well, whatever it's going to be in peace or, or with as little bloodshed as possible. Okay, well, we, we didn't do great on that first one, but uh, we'll, we'll work on that for now. You know what they say about omelettes and eggs? You gotta crack a few to make a good one. Oh, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Oh, this character not brought to you by Gary. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> are, are you the leader then? I am the leader of a, a faction. Yeah. Um, so you, so you know Lua, who spoke up right at the beginning? Yes. Yeah. Yes, so, I know Lua so well. Do you? How do you know Lua? Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on. Okay. So Lua hasn't been telling me everything interesting they are supposed to. So that's kind of my little group there that I set up, I've been doing. Uh, you, oh, you're new here, but we, we used to be under Cordex. And uh, so Cordex was my cousin and he was one of the, the main leaders and, uh, yeah, I took over, and so that's kind of my little thing. What do I remember about, was it Cordex Phantasmic? Yes, so you remember Helicor was telling you that there was a magic user in the rebellion that had been caught and executed by the Queen. And, and how, how strong is your, is, is your group of rebels compared to the others? I think we're probably the ones who are most willing to go all in in a fight. Oh, good. Well, what I suggest we do is once you've tended to the, the wounded here, gather everyone up and make a march on the fanged court. You know, just to make sure there's no resistance from the military at all. That is a fucking good idea. I have always wanted to get inside that palace. Okay. So he's going to run off and he kind of gathers his um, like group and you can see Lua there who has been part of that fight and who has also been injured but is still standing. Um, you make me just a really quick perception check, please. 16. 16, okay. So as you are kind of moving through this area, the people that you see, uh, that you recognize who have not made it would, would, would be Helical. So the, the only one that you recognize who uh, did not make it out of this fight is Helical. You do... Oh no! Yeah, you, you do see that, that Lua is standing with an elf and you did see this elf, he was standing beside Lua right at the beginning and he is looking like a little bit worse for wear and you can see that, that he looks kind of beat up but he's, he's still there. So the only one that you would recognize that has not made it would be Helical who is being kind of carried away. So you watch as uh, Volton is gathering his people and you can also see that some of the other like smaller factions that you had seen in the Stinking Troll are kind of gathering towards him. And you can see this kind of rebel group splitting into what looks like two 
main groups, which are those who are following more Volton's lead, and then some that are following some people that you saw in the Stinking Troll, but you don't really know and don't really recognize, but you do know that they were the ones who didn't necessarily think it was bad to have a monarchy, but didn't like that it was Eusebius in charge. And they are mainly the ones who kind of thought that Eusebius wasn't really a prophet of the cloud and was kind of using that for her own gain. So where, where is the, um, the the girl who I gave the scythe to? She is on... No, uh, Taro gave the scythe to. Yeah, she is on the side of Voltan and she is still clutching that scythe. She's looking now a little bit like shell-shocked. You can see that 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 redness that like went over her for a second has receded but you do notice that on her like fingernails she has like a little single red dot in the middle of each one so it's not like up to her knuckles like yora but there's just that little lingering mark how old does she look mm, 18 19 i think is what we said uh, i say you've done you've done well uh, what, what is your name uh, my name is uh let me look at my list real quick <laughs> That's an odd name. That's how that shit goes. Namegenerator.com. Fantasynamegenerator.com. Thank you. Thank you. For, I owe you my life. <laughs> uh, Hereth. It's Hereth? What a lovely name. Thank you. Are, are you okay, Hereth? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Feeling very alive in some unusual ways, as well as the usual I'm still breathing ways. Mm-hmm. You've, you've done very well. You... You don't need to come further right now if you don't want to. Okay. Um. Do you want the scythe back or can I keep it? Uh. You. You can keep it. That's good because I. It's. It's a good scythe. Excellent. You think it wouldn't be? Because <laughs> why would you ever fight with a scythe? They're in no way made for That's like. That's a very good question. You know, question. they're not made for fighting. But this one's weirdly good. <laughs> it seems to be fairly well um modified. Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna do such a big chop. But it, oh, it, it did, huh? Mm-hmm. Right at the end, really, whoo, went right through that person. Right through them, like <laughs> butter. Yep. Anyway, I, I need, um, I need this a drink. a call out post for nerds everywhere. I need, I need a drink and a nap at the same time. So, and, um, everything's a bit on fire right now. I'm just going to have a, yeah. You're very cool and terrifying. So, uh, goodbye. And she kind of like walks off in the way that somebody who before today had never had any interest in picking up weapons and joining a rebellion would now walk away with a bloody scythe that they'd used to kill someone <laughs> with. And just kind of like, do, 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 off towards uh, probably the stinking troll, you know? Hey! Right, good. Uh, so I turn around to the other group of um rebels and i thaumaturgy loud voice okay we must remain united at least until the old ways are done now onward to the fanged court make me a either a persuasion or an intimidation check and i will give you advantage i kind of think this is more of a persuasion Mm -hmm. i mean i want to do an intimidation because I've got a bigger plus and I roll with advantage. But no, I think persuasion is the okay. right thing here. That's an eight. It's <laughs> going great. They don't look particularly convinced about the united front thing. And you can see that from some of the looks that they're shooting, um, Voltan, who's clearly gotten quite excitable 
um, and is kind of reenacting like certain parts with a group of uh, of rebels who who look like they're like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Voltan seems to be much more uh, chill with what has gone down than almost everyone else there who's kind of the reality is setting in for them at least and you can see some of the people in the second faction kind of eyeing that group with suspicion and and dislike like some of them with like open dislike but they will all start to move towards the fanged court you're pretty sure that you haven't inspired any bonds of siblinghood um between these two groups as of yet but they will at least follow your orders mainly because you can fly around and shoot people from the sky so they're not gonna fuck (laughs) with that right now that's a very compelling argument actually it's a good argument uh, you know so you begin this like march back towards the the fanged court okay over in the fields of tembrin where uh taro and findex are sitting there is smoke rising from the city at this point the sun is like starting to set so it's like getting like a little bit darker but not really we're kind of like entering the long twilight type uh time when it's starting to cool down a little bit but you can see the smoke and the the sparks and the vague kind of like orangey flickers from the middle and findex is sitting there with like half a sandwich in his hand that he's kind of like absent-mindedly been chewing and he's like I kind of feel like I'm watching everything I've ever known burn down, <laughs> but it's strangely freeing. Good, good. Oh, that sounds good. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Something should, uh, something's have their time, I suppose, and then uh, they overstay their welcome. Mm. He like really slowly takes a bite of the sandwich and like is still just staring out towards the city. And he like half turns to you and he says, it's a very untethering feeling to feel like you have to start again, but from nothing. Yeah, tell you the truth, Index. And this is going to sound weird, but I don't think I've ever felt tethered. That doesn't actually surprise me, really, when I think about it. No, not really. So I guess just enjoy it, I suppose. Isn't it frightening? Yeah, it's all a bit frightening. Mm. But you know, you get used to it. Do you? No, not really. What did happen? I I heard that the queen went to the fire mouth with Nat and, and took Nerium, and then she came back, and then the next thing I knew, you were running in, and everything was on fire. Yeah, uh... There was a big speech, and uh, the old, the whole thing, all the the queen and the the military and all that. Uh, I think it's all over now. I think it's just gone, just like that. Turns out, when you're not attached to a situation so deeply, you can just change things if you need to. <laughs> Sometimes. Did you do this? And he like points to where the city's burning. Did you, is this you personally? Did you do oh, this? Oh no, I did not start a fire. I'll say that. <laughs> no fires were started by me in person. But okay, are we talking metaphorical fires or physical fires? Oh no, literal fires. Okay. All that smoke? No, nothing to do with me. Nothing. But the smoke of, of that we can't see that's still also there because the city is also, I think, burning in different ways than just fire. Was that one you... Uh, yeah, probably, yeah. Why? 
I didn't like that everyone had to, you know, sneak around and hide and pretend to, you know, be normal or whatever. So you burned it all down? Yeah. Strictly metaphorically, mind. Strictly metaphorically. You said that in... Do you remember in the Fallen City, you said that you would hang around a bit and then leave, and that would be it, and you'd find somewhere else, and Nerium said something unkind about people paying you to leave. <laughs> yeah, well, that's my normal sort of... I suppose I got too mixed up in this, really. Normally I try not to, but yeah. Oops. <laughs> oh, God. But is this because you didn't care or because you did care? I think if I didn't care, I think I would have done something different. Probably. I think I wanted to make things better, you know? I think I can understand that. Not necessarily the way in which you did it, but the motivations behind it. Because, I mean, I did follow you three through the Fallen City, and I could have just gone home and said that, hey, aliens in the city killed the commander, very scary. And, I mean, probably I would have ended up in the Blood Sands as well, but I... I didn't. And I think also probably some of this fire is my fault for bringing you here. But you, you took a chance on something new, right? That's all I've done here. I mean, admittedly, things may be far worse. I have not been back into the city. Uh, I'm sort of just assuming that things panned out well, but, you know, maybe maybe things are terrible. Who knows? Taro, I think people died. <laughs> people die all the time here, Vindex. They do. That is and Hopefully correct. at least this time it was the right ones. I've been thinking quite a lot about how one can decide whether who is right when it comes to that sort of thing. A lot of the Fallen City put a lot of things in perspective. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can get that. And he like heaves this really deep sigh and he takes like another bite of his sandwich. And <laughs> he says, well, I suppose if I do go back, they'll know I was a guard. So that's probably... did Who won? Do you know? Nope. Oh. I'm just sort of hoping the right people win. You put a lot of hope in the unknown. Yeah, I I, I like to bet on, on this sort of thing, you know? I feel like uh, if you're not willing to throw yourself into it, then you're never going to get lucky, you know? I don't understand that at all from a character point of view, but I, I understand intelligently what the words you're saying are. But I suppose in a way I did that too. So it's all just very new and scary. Yep. And now I'm going to take a nap. As you kind of say that, you hear this like little shout from across like the field. And there's this um, dwarf guy standing there, like his hair's all pulled up and he's got Wellington boots on or the equivalent off and like overalls and like a, like a big like farming tool i don't know what you use for farming uh you is might it, use a scythe. a scythe oh no not a scythe that's for harvesting oh sure a scythe why not the, a the... hoe a hoe no i don't like that one <laughs> um, we'll use we'll use a, a sickle no i like the scythe because it's because it's nice and and poetic so there's this like farmer standing there grabbing a scythe and like he calls over and he goes it's you're not supposed to be taking a break can you come and help, please? It's getting near time for the harvest. I don't know what they're doing in the city, but we need the help. 
And you're being paid for this. Come on. No, no, I don't. I don't work here. I'm just taking a nap. No, you definitely, if you're out here, then you've got to be working here. And he, like, stomps over and, like, he, like, pushes, like, the scythe into your hand and, like, he points over to another field and he goes, go and work on that one, please, both of you. And Findex, like, starts to pack up the picnic and is like, oh, okay, I mean, we, okay, I mean, oh, sure. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I definitely don't work here, but, oh, fine, fine. I want to hand off the, the scythe he just gave me to Findex and use my own scythe. Okay. <laughs> what is the point in having your own scythe if you're not going to use it for, for oh scythe God. things? That's very true. Um, so Findex will kind of like take the farmer's scythe and will look at you who's holding literally what was the, the queen's scythe and will walk with you slowly over to the field and will start to kind of like do whatever you fucking do with scythes and fields when you're farming. I don't know. I think Terra actually has done, like, harvesting or whatever this crop is before. Like, I think Terra does not remember anything else about, like, the farming process, but I think Terra has, like, memories of doing the harvesting. So I think it just comes naturally to, like, get back into the swing of it. Okay, Findex is going to, like, start to, like, try and copy you and, like, emulate what you're doing. He hasn't quite got the nuance to it because he is stronger than he thinks he is. So, like, he's being a bit overzealous at some parts. But after a couple of seconds, he kind of like looks over to you and there's this moment of like the city is still on fire and you can see some of like the farmers have gathered at the edges of the fields and they're kind of looking and you can hear someone going, should we be worried? Should we go and check that out? What is happening over there? <laughs> um, and Findex kind of like turns to you and he goes, I'm glad that you're here with me. Good. And I'm glad you're here too, because this is a lot of corn. Is this is this corn? <laughs> is this what this is? It is, yeah. It's it's corn, yeah. You've you've got to be more gentle with it than that because if you if you cut off if you cut it off too high up there, then it you can't use the this bit to grow it back later. So you've got to you've got to get it. At, and I'm gonna try and show Vindex like how to properly how to properly harvest corn. Okay. Which yeah. I Ed have no idea how you properly harvest corn, but in this context, Tara knows how you harvest somehow this corn which exists on like both planets, but it's fine. Yeah, sure. It's yeah, absolutely. Space corn. Space corn. Uh you you do that and he is a relatively fast learner and an eager student and so you will spend as long as you kind of want out there to basically harvest the corn in this field and it's like slow going and I don't think Taro's done like physical work like that for a long time. Not like, not with these arms. No, <laughs> not with these arms. No, with these arms. <laughs> with these arms. Um, so there's something that is very kind of relaxing and grounding in that, and you can see that some of the kind of like, like tight anxiety that is usually clustered around Vindex, like a storm cloud, like starts to kind of like ebb off as he kind of like gets the hang of it, and there's this like long bit of just companionable silence as you two are uh are scything the corn the companionable side the companionable silence Compan the companion the silence yep. is occasionally punctuated by taro stopping to do impressions of the annoying farmer man who's making <laughs> him do stuff you every time you do findex laughs very loudly it's a cheery scene. How nice for them. Okay. Quick sidebar. When you're harvesting corn, you want to make sure you harvest the entire cr crop while it's in the milky stage. Oh. Oh. Um, to harvest it, 
No. You grasp the ear firmly and pull down, <laughs> then twist and pull. Okay, thank yeah. you. All that's happening out in the field. The thing is, you got to be careful, you know, with that pull. You don't want it to go too hard. Oh, my wordy. Okay, 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 okay. Can't believe we're in the milky stage. Okay, all right, okay. Congratulations to the both of you. You're in the milky stage. So, uh, what is, what are the, what are you two doing? Uh, Taro, is there a time frame at which you would come back to Tembrin? Because Vindex is going to follow your lead here. I was going to do it until night and then nap because I want a long rest. Okay. Are you going to ca- like camp out like outside the city? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. I'm sure the farmer brings me, I don't know, some hot <laughs> chocolate. Yeah, sure. Because he's not an <laughs> asshole. Although he did press me into indentured labor. so <laughs> He does think you're being paid for it. He does, which I apparently am not. <laughs> no, you're not because you've just destroyed the entire, the entire system that would be for that labor <laughs> i'm not so worried about about that yeah i've what i've done is i've i've helped everyone out <laughs> yes again and now i want my long rest okay you you have done that the farmer is mildly confused as to why the two of you will not go home to wherever your home is in the city so um the farmer will kind of find you like a i don't know a barn where there's some like like straw and hay and you can have it's like probably a there. lean-to or something right yeah, i just exactly. think we can just lie out under the stars i think it's a nice day right it's fine just cuddle up with some levita locusts oh no <laughs> oh yeah the levita locusts come out we're going to a lean-to that's it okay sleeping in the lean-to okay that's that's fair vindex vindex will uh like sit there and kind of like half keep guard like how he was doing back in the fallen city but like within like 15 minutes he's fallen asleep as well this is this is this is this is okay It's me, Yubi, your DM, here to say, as always, hello, Yubi's on a roll. That's not true. I mean, I am. I think I am. Anyway, hello. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We are so, so, so very grateful to each and every one of you. We are just blown away by the love and support you've shown us. We've got over 30,000 downloads, which is amazing. That's so cool. And like, whoa so thank you so much for listening we are so so grateful we are also here of course always to beg you if you have a moment to leave us a review on itunes it would help us out so 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 much itunes has all these funny little algorithms and ways in which it recommends podcasts and so if you leave us a review it really helps us to get recommended to other people who also listen to similar podcasts on itunes so if you have a moment access to an iDevice, head on over and drop us a review it means so much to us we love to read them we love to see them thank you so so much and of course always a huge thank you to everybody who tweets about us who makes tumblr posts about us who is active on our discord thank you so so much it's so much fun y'all are amazing thank you thank you thank you i also want to remind you that we do have a patreon for this podcast and it is full of content so we release a new post every week on saturday we have things like natalia's diary we've recently just put out a letter to nerium from someone very important from her backstory we're also uh following the exploits of professor wolivia 
or Wildliver. Not quite sure how to say that, but that's all Ed's amazing writing. We've also got stuff that's like maps of the Arco Crypt and the Learning Chambers and music and all sorts of fun stuff. We also have everything on there so far is also set to open to the general public. So each week the a post unlocks and they're generally a month behind. So whatever unlocks on Saturday, a month later, it will unlock. So do keep checking back. You can read all of the content for free. It is super, 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 super amazing. And we're all contributing to it. So go and check it out. I also want to say, of course, a huge thank you to our wonderful Retrograph for the theme music and for the other tracks of music that appear in these episodes and so on and so forth. I write a lot of them, but the theme tune and the occasional bit here and there is also from the wonderful Rachel. So check out her stuff, follow her on Twitter, uh, listen to her improvisations. It is amazing. It's www.rachelgraph, that's Romeo, Alpha, Charlie, Hotel, Echo, Lima, Golf, Romeo, Alpha, Foxtrot, Foxtrot.com and check out all of her awesome stuff. I also want to say, of course, thank you to our wonderful Orion. He works so hard on the transcripts, both on the transcripts themselves and organising people around them. And of course, this week, I want to say a huge special thanks to Sam for transcribing episode six. You are incredible, Sam. Thank you so, so much for that. It is such hard work to transcribe. And I know I used to work as a transcriber and oh my god, it's the worst. So thank you so much for putting up with our shenanigans and for doing that. We are so so grateful thank you uh so the next episode is going to be very exciting because it is a game that gary wrote who um he wrote it in about a week i think and it's to deal with these rebel factions it's super amazing y'all are gonna love it it was so fun to play i think it's going to be absolutely delightful to listen to and we're very smoothly managing to settle a whole lot of questions with it so for me i'm very very glad uh, i will let you get back to this episode enjoy Miriam and Nat, what are you two doing? I was going to light my candle and see if I can see if anybody's listening. Do you want me to roll for it or do I just... Yes, make me a religion check, please. A religion check? Oh, God. Can it not be like a perception or something? <laughs> <laughs> do I have anything in religion? I do not. That's 12. So you take that time to, to sit there, you light the candle, you concentrate. It is relatively quiet because you are actually quite deep underground. And there is that moment where that shadow around you deepens and you kind of feel like you're almost floating in this black smoke type feeling like you can still sort of see the room around you but it's hazy and it's all filled with this black smoke that doesn't hurt your breathing at all and you hear this kind of like almost like whispering rustling of like branches and leaves oh wasn't quite what i was expecting can you hear me there's this like second of silence and you hear this like rustling again of like branches and leaves to your left and then on the right is this very clear but soft little like so, not totally sure who I'm speaking to here. Haven't been for a while now, to be fair. I can remember the last time we spoke, and um, it was as close to you as I've ever been. But I still, you weren't quite what I was expecting. And um, 
I don't I know I didn't respond react very well to that but um I am now <sighs> somewhere where I think you might be the oldest friend I've got and um I need a friend right now because it's all going very wrong I mean I always followed you because you said um that we were we were all the same we were all equal and uh we didn't worship you by looking up to you 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 stood next to us and you were you were one of us and um i don't think i've ever seen so many dead people and i look at them and i think is that is that what it means is that are we all equal when we're dead i don't like that thought and i'm scared and um a lot of things have changed since we got here I feel like we're changing too fast and the situation around us is changing too fast and I've, I'm spinning and I don't know what's going on and I, my best guess at the moment is that I try and find out what's happening at the Nightmare Lake because I don't understand what was happening in that horrible mountain with the hands and the holes and I, I'm not going back up there and if you've got anything any guidance that is going to help me right now sorry if i've been ungrateful before but i'm listening now so as you're sitting there you kind of feel as if somebody has taken your hand and it's like there are two people one who has taken each and it's very difficult for you to suddenly open your eyes but you kind of see this this like swirling smoke some that is this kind of almost like like a rose pink blush and then one that's like a like a really dark almost like royal purple type color and they're kind of like intertwining and and just like over your hands and you hear like these voices that aren't so much spoken word but like muffled thoughts across this space and you get the feeling that this connection is not as great as it was when you were speaking to people in the fallen city for what for you know reasons that that it was easier there to get through here it's more of a fuzzy connection um but you get this sense of of thought that says there is equality at the start and the end and what happens between those is decided by you and you're not sure if that you is you personally or you everyone who is not us Mm. it's more ambiguous than like just the spoken word of that but you feel like both of those pressures on your hand and there is something comforting about it and something warm and wholesome and there's also something very cold and very draining in them as well and you have this absolute sense of like both sides. Yeah, it's that's the thing. It's two people, isn't it? I'm I'm not speaking to the one person that I spoke to previously. These are the two. This is two. Make me a perception check. Oh, now I get a perception. Now you can get a fucking perception check. Oh, somebody gets uh, to roll. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, do you want to give me a preemptive roll for how good you are? No, at I'm farming? good. I'm good. Yeah, come I'm on. Good. Don't jinx it. Fifteen. You kind of reach out and you sense that the one that is kind of like that more royal purple that is who you were speaking to before uh-huh. that definitely is the same person that you spoke to who gave you that little bell tattoo yeah. and then the one that's kind of like the more pinky one is is familiar in the same way but but new and they feel like very much like they are two sides 
of a coin. They are like two halves of a whole, much like the the two that you spoke to that were kind of like the verdant the leaves and the dry twigs type thing. You get the feeling that you just maybe hadn't met this this kind of like like paler pinky one type thing before. I say, yeah, I feel like equality in between. Whilst I recognise it is our job grateful for any assistance in actually establishing that at the moment kind of was hoping you might have some tips there is a second of like silence and stillness and then you feel this like sharp burning pain over where that little bell tattoo mark appeared Uh okay okay and then all of the shadow kind of pulls back and disappears and you are sitting in a bathroom with a candle oh no don't no no ah Oh, okay, I'll just... <sighs> okay. Well, thank you. I suppose. I'll blow the candle out and see what Philera's up to. Okay, you do notice, um, as you are blowing the candle out, that that, like, pain... So that little, like, bell shape is still there, but it's now kind of, like, got this almost, like, pink, red, like, thread, almost, like, wound round it. Ooh. And as you take a second to kind of, like feel that out you know that when you draw on that magic you can kind of like sap the life from someone yeah and like drain <laughs> that away you now feel that if you if you kind of like pushed it you could flip it the other way and you could give some and you now have healing word <gasps> oh my god the game has changed someone can heal shit wow this, this, this game's over now cool okay yeah, can I find Falera? Yep, she is still sitting there. She's having like a little bit of a doze right now. Okay, I'm going to sit down next to her and wait for her to wake up. Natalia, you have marched on the fanged court. You are in the lead, I assume? Yes, yes I am. So you have Volton right behind you, and Lua's kind of, well, Volton's group now, um, as you know, is mostly doing like the front like leading work and they will kind of like be pushing like slightly they'll almost be like trying to push ahead in like eagerness to kind of get to the palace and as you approach you can see that some of the low level like guards that had scattered have like scattered back to the barracks or scattered like back to the fanged court what are you doing as you see these groups and you approach i'm thaumaturging mm-hmm. and my voice is booming out mm-hmm. the army is no more Lay down your arms, or die. Okay. There is a lot of laying down of arms. Anyone who's, like, a bit skittish, I kind of eldritch blast near them. Okay. As, like, a warning shot. Okay, yeah. Make me uh, an intimidation check with advantage, please. 26. (laughs) (laughs) It does not take you long at all to get the remaining guards that are in the palace kind of like out in the courtyard bit towards the back with no weapons and they are all kind of standing there looking terrified you do recognize some of them just from your walks around the palace you do also recognize two of them as being the guards who were on fire gate uh, fire road gate duty when you first arrived in the city and there are um yeah just guards standing there looking terrified i'm gonna turn to volton my friend i can i can trust you right to do what just uh, hold on to this, and I'm going to pass him my sword. Holy shit! And then I'm going to turn to walk amongst these guards, and as I do so, I'm saying, 
take off those sigils. You no longer serve that regime. You are now one with the people. Take it off, take it off. And I'm like, um, like tugging on their um, armor and things. Okay, they will, they will start to take the armor off. And I say, have you had enough of being ordered around by those who are drunk on power? Those who are rich while you suffer? Join us and there will be plentitude for all. Make me a persuasion check. Man, I'm really glad Nat is following through on Taro's abandonment of the situation. Yeah. Eight. Okay, I, I retract that last thing. <laughs> they are fucking terrified. No one so much as breathes right now. They are all standing, stock still, eyes forward, trembling hands. Like, you get the feeling that they are awaiting their execution. Uh, I've walked back over to... Uh... Fulton, and is there a, a leader of the other group? Yes, you have spotted that there is an elven woman who has... You've overheard her name as... Sion. Sion. Good League of Legends character. <laughs> um, Sion, Fulton, and sort of indicate for them to come over and talk. They do so, both of them. I, I don't see need for more bloodshed than what was required in this in this square to ensure that this revolution occurs. These are your brethren, these guards. These are not the ones responsible for what has been inflicted upon you. Might I humbly suggest that you let them go in peace or even join you if they will. Oh, you know, oh. Could we not just like put them in the blood sands? Not to like anything, just like put them there overnight, just for a bit, you know? Because people can get flighty, and you know, I'm just saying, I want to just, you know, put them somewhere, lock them all in a room for a bit. I think that would uh, send the wrong message, and could lead to greater violence and greater inequality in the in the future. Okay, so. Okay, but if we do that, how do we know they're not just going to go out and regroup? If you find any more of the uh, upper echelons, by all means, execute away. Oh, they're fair game? The sands, whatever. Yeah, of course. I'm just talking about the, the ordinary soldiers who've been kind of drafted in or have joined this because it was the only way to feeding their families. Thank you. Okay, but also counterpoint to that, how do we know that the ones on the lower rungs aren't just kind of like ready to get up on those higher rungs? I'm just saying. They haven't done that yet. We, we... Sion's going to like side-eye Bolton real hard and she's going to go, I think that you are quite sensible, Miss Nightlark. M Mrs. Nightlark. Miss. Miss Nightlark. I think letting them go is the best idea we really don't want any more bloodshed and of course we should be discussing as to what we're going to put in place for power structures and actually if i could have your ear a moment there are some people that i do know of who are very 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 well suited for the job of ruling well that of course we'll, we'll need to bring everybody together before that kind of thing happens but i just want to make sure in this one night we just end any resistance of the old regime by the way is that like that the whole fanged court clear yeah pretty much like have, have have we ended the old regime yeah you're pretty sure that any 
any comeback would take some time at least okay so there's probably not going to be anything that would happen tonight or in the next week or two weeks. okay i come from a city where the deaths this night would be the death toll every night i don't want that for this city that sounds really very sensible uh blaze volton uh, i we should do this don't you think there's no more need for senseless fighting it's all done we've won the queen is gone and things are changing surely we can come to some sort of compromise and volton kind of like looks between you and scion and he goes okay but only because she said it not you okay uh, I reach out for my sword. Okay, yeah. Bolton will give it Bolton will give it back, but there's like definitely a look in his eyes of no. The guards are released and they kind of like so unsure as to what is happening, like leave slowly and you notice some of them like once they've kind of gotten past the gate, like they just like sp- they just sprint, they flee into the city as like as if someone's about to start taking pot shots at their backs. There's some people who just kind of like stagger off. A couple of them you can see heading immediately to like uh, pubs and bars and like quite a lot of them get to a door and like the door has like a closed sign on it because shit's gone down they just kind of like stand there for a minute like oh yeah and then kind of wander off there's a lot of like people not quite sure what they should be doing right now okay we're gonna flick back to uh nerium uh Felira has just kind of um opened her eyes slowly so the sound of fighting has pretty much ceased at this point totally ended from what you can hear yeah and as we established i did not in fact have my potion to give Falira, so i healed her by one hit point yeah i mean she wasn't unconscious so we might go in the morning we might get a long rest out of this because i actually think i'm gonna sit there next to Falira, who's dozing and she's like soft and fluffy and I might accidentally fall asleep on her. Okay. Because I could really do with a long rest. <laughs> okay, all right. I did want to ask Findex one question. Mm-hmm. I think this is just like while they're in the lean-to or whatever before they're going to sleep or like, you know, that thing where you're like kind of going to sleep Yeah. and you're like, I just had a thought. Um, and I think Taro says, Hey, Findex, are you still awake? Yep, definitely. <laughs> still awake. Mm. Did, uh... Did anyone ever end up in the blood sense because of something you did as a guard? No, I wasn't a very good guard. That's good. I mean, I was in the blood sands, but that's because I was a guard. So I, I did, I did kill someone in the blood sands, but it was an accident. In all honesty. Ah, that's a shame. Yeah, it, it's, it's probably still one of the shittiest moments. But I got to be a guard which is what I definitely wanted to do. So. Yeah. Sure, it all turned out okay in the end. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, all God. Right. Poor Findex. We shouldn't... Oh, we sh- oh Christ. <laughs> I just want to throw a little, just a little a little spike in the mix. I there. love it. That I love it. Boy. Um, so, flicking them back to Nat, what are you doing? You're in the grounds of the fan court. Night is falling. The sounds of fighting have totally ended. There's no more kind of, like, screaming. You can still hear pockets of grief basically and you can see the fires are being i mean people are still upset but no one's like screaming i don't know they're still wailing Just pockets of grief is a funny it's a funny 
It's a funny phrase. It's, it's a funny turn of phrase. That's cool. Oh, I'm gonna what make you it... got in your pocket? Oh, some grief. Some some hot pockets of grief. That's what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make a cursed item that has pockets and they're just full of grief. Every time you put your hands in your pockets, you get sad. That sounds very cool. Can I have that, please? Yeah, I'll give you a coat with pockets of grief. Thank you. Um, you are... It's night is falling. The fires are being put out. I return to the house in the Swordwalk. Okay. Uh, I assume I've, like, swapped contact details with Volton. Yeah. And Scion and all that stuff. Yep. So Nat returns to the Swordwalk, goes upstairs to one of the bedrooms, and first just collapses back on the bed. Mm-hmm. And then after a second, she, like, hear, hears a bang or something. Like, just someone in the street or just something happening. She, like, jolts up, looking scared and thinks for a bit and then opens the book of shadows and flicks through to a new page and starts reading okay as you start reading you notice that it's almost like the room is filled with this mist this kind of like dark gray black mist that's not quite mist or smoke and as you kind of blink your eyes are really heavy and they kind of like close for a minute and then when you open them again you're kind of lying down on this like wooden bed in this uh, little bedroom that has books on the shelves and you can hear out the window what sounds like birds and chickens and cows and like a horse and there's a smell of like fresh grass and and woodland type smell and like somebody's fingers are like combing through your hair and as you kind of like half turn and you kind of glance up you see what almost looks like the face of your father but not quite and not like the not quite of the fallen city or Atlas Manor not that kind of like spooky not quite but like you can't quite concentrate on it enough and there is a moment of kind of like silence before he goes I've been waiting to see you 